on this episode of the podcast, episode 94, hey, no, 96, 96, my notes are wrong. I'm going to talk about sales, ties, and holidays. Let's get into it, everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh... Yeah, welcome back to another edition, another episode of the Luke Who's Talking podcast with me, Luke, episode 96, okay, not 94, I need to change that on my notes here, but it's episode 96, so we're four away from a century, and what's going to happen when I get to 100 shows, I don't know, I might retire for a bit, I'm not sure, but one thing though, this is just a side note before we get into the first story, um... I think I might upgrade some of the studio gear, so maybe a new microphone. One, th- I'm sort of, um, uh, you know, have a have an up have a plan if I could use that terminology. I think the first thing is going to be probably a new boom arm because one thing to have if I'm getting a bit jazzy with my hands, I'll hit this and the spring on here will just take off and it's uh, not great. So I might get a new boom boom arm, which would be nice. New pair of headphones. Uh, which I probably need more than the boom. So I might get headphones and then a boom and then maybe a new mic and then uh, one of the new Rode, um, Rodecaster would be great, but they're like a 1000 bucks, and I don't, I don't really have the desk real estate for one, but one of them would be, be nice. Anyway, um, the, the, the first thought, story, thing for it, it's not really a story, it's more of a thought, but this is what it is. Now... Are servo people, okay, people who work in service stations or gas stations, right, if you're listening overseas and you're American and you use other words, the people who, the people who work in servos, right, are they the best salespeople ever? Because you're getting your fuel, you're there, like, juicing up your car, you go inside, how many times do they ask you, is that, do you want anything else? And you always doubt yourself. You're like, do I really just want the fuel or do I want two Mars bars and a Coke for five bucks? It's always like, and then, like, how often do you just, you're like, oh, I'll just get a, I'll get a Mountain Dew and a pack of the chips because that's only going to be $3, right? It's, I like, it, the narrative is, so you go and spend $100 on fuel, but if you spend an extra five dollars in store you'll save like an extra couple of cents on your fuel so you won't even save for five dollars that you've already that you've just extra you've spent right good little bit of marketing there it's how it all works but yeah think about it are they the best because let's think about this right you get you're getting your fuel you're going in and they're like do you want anything else and you always are like uh, do i really is that really all i want and you go just the fuel. But how many people, though, get a little bit of something extra? And the person operating the console has done nothing. They have put minimal effort in. That is what, that's like, you know, if you go to a shop, you know, you're getting sold to, and the guys, you know, the gal, whoever, they're like, they're working it. They're working it, trying to flog you, whatever. You're going into a servo. And it's just a simple question. Is that all, like, do you just want the fuel? Is that all you want? And you, you're always like, hmm, do I really just want the fuel? Or do I want the fuel 
and a little bit of something else. You doubt yourself. And if you get something else, that's a win to the, to the survey person. That's what just, you know, are they the best sales? That's what I'm getting at. Are they the best salesperson ever? Because if they're putting the minimal effort, I mean, they've already made a sale, right? They've already made a sale. But the upsell, it's just, it's easy. It's like, you're sure you want fuel? Are you sure that is all you want? And you're like, oh, maybe? And then, bam, next thing you know, you've got a packet of chips, you've got two Mars bars, and like a bottle of water, and a newspaper or something. You know, happens like that. Anyway, everybody, <laughs> let's get into the, the, the next thought, which is actually more to do with sales. So let's get into it. Now, I thought the other day, it's an interesting one. What percentage of Thai sales, okay, basically comes down to the rule, well, I've used the term rule, but it's probably less so of a thing these days, but the, the ritual of putting a tie on your doorknob if you have somebody in your room. I wonder if, you know, you might you might be a college person in a frat house. Is that what they call them? I have no idea. And you're like, oh, yeah, you've got to put a tie on your doorknob if you're with a girl. Now, how many college kids have ties or university kids have ties? Maybe if they're doing like law or something, they might have to have a suit. But, hey, how many people who average college people have ties? Probably not many. So they're going out and they're like, better get a tie, you know? So how, like, tie sales, what percentage of tie sales are down to people who don't actually have, uh, sorry, who are just going by the tie on the doorknob rule? Think about it. Do you need a, a you know, do you work a job where you have to wear a tie? No. Or yes, you know, I mean, you know, maybe not. The tie, the formalness and the tie wear, I think, in, in the workplace, it's like it's slowly getting, it's going down a little bit. So you might not need a tie in your workplace. However, if you maybe share a house, you've got a roommate or housemate or whatever term you want to use, and you're like, I need some sort of signal. So they know that I, you know, may or may not have somebody in my room. And you're like, you know, you're doing the classic doorknob tie skit. So if you're doing that, um, what percentage, you know, you don't, you don't need it. So you, you've bought a tie, but you don't need one for your job, right? So what percentage of tie sales is basically down to the tie on the doorknob rule? That's, that's all I'm throwing out there to thought. This should be, I should rename this to Luke Who's Thinking. I haven't really been doing much lately, but yeah. Anyway, everybody, let's get into a, uh, let's wrap it up. Start to wrap it up, I guess. This is going to be a quick episode. Now, everybody, when you're listening to this on Friday, I'm going to be on holiday. I'm going to be down the other, I'm going to be down south. Now, the reason why I'm going down south is because... And some of you will know, way know, may know, and I mentioned mentioned it uh, last show, might not be like the one before, show it to stuff month. I was doing my CF uh, challenge, my 65 roses for CF challenge. Now, here's some stats for you. So, so look, I met my challenge, um, one of them, and I uh, was like, hey, if I do that, I'll go on a holiday. So, 
here's the thing. I wanted to ride 650 kilometres in the month. I ended up doing, I think, 775, which is a lot. Interestingly, though, I rode more kilometres than what I did last year because I did the challenge last year. I rode more Ks uh, than what I did last year. However, I feel like I had ridden or gone on less rides, if that makes sense, or had ridden less. Last year was like, oh, I need to do, and this year was a bit more like blase about it. But um, yeah. Anyway, so I ended up riding 775 kilometres. Um, I didn't quite, well, I didn't get my fundraising goal, but I got about 75% of the way there, which is which is okay, which is good. Uh, I think the fundraiser in general, like all up raised, I think it's about 72 grand, which is uh, really good. Um, what else? I did over 7,000 metres of like climbing or elevation gave in my riding as well. And this is the big thing. Now, earlier in the year, or at the start of the year, I thought to myself, I want to see if I can do a ride, do like a 150k ride, which I did. One day I went and I did a uh, 150k ride. Yeah. By myself, which I... um. The ride was difficult, for sure, because it's 150 kilometres and you're by yourself. Now, when you're riding with somebody else, it's easier. Um, it's most definitely easier. Um, and you're not, not necessarily using as much energy because you can... Well, if you're in a in a big group, you don't use really as much energy because you can you know, sort of draft along and all that stuff. But, you know, when, you, when you're with somebody else, it's, it's quite good. Um, anyway, I did, did this by myself. And there was a bit, there was probably two points where it was a bit rough. Um, one bit I was like, I might have to quit, but I uh, stopped, I was, I was riding between two towns. This is on my way back to home. I was riding in between two small towns and I was like, I'm done. But anyway, when I got to the town I was riding to, I stopped. I had a Coke, I had a fruit bun. And I was fine after that. I just had a stop and just a bit of a moment. I was also a bit oh, stressed. I don't know if that's a word. Concerned maybe on if I was going to get home before dark, uh, which I did easily, which was good. But um, yeah, for 150, that was that was mega. That was mega indeed. But uh, yeah, anyway, so as uh, as like a bit of a well done me, if I could use that term. Um, yeah, I'm on holiday now. So I'm possibly um buying something ludicrous hey i might buy some headphones and a boom arm while i'm on holiday uh but uh yeah anyway everybody uh, i'll get to the oh, i'll wrap it up well everybody look thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast i hope you enjoyed it and um yeah, send me an email, Luke, who's talking at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and all that jazz. And uh, yeah, thanks very much. And I will um, catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.